Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pick-up, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I I'll know. enjoy it. You'll though, enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, Jen, should we podcast? Let's podcast, but let's tell them where they can listen to the podcast. Well, and when you do subscribe to the podcast, you got to rate, review, like, and subscribe. I know those are important words that yeah. we're supposed to say. I know it sounds bossy that we're saying like our podcast, but, but please like our podcast. Emotionally <laughs> like it and then also subscribe. Check the, it's great. And tell your friends. And also, if you want to watch us podcast, you can do that on YouTube at I'm Mom So Hard Podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. I mean, if you can't listen, you can also just put us in Google and make things a lot easier. Yeah. I mom so hard. Yeah. Just choose the first one. The third one will scare you. <laughs> so we're going to, I have to clear up some things today. Jen has to, Jen has to clear up some things. And I just want to be here and relax and listen. Well, it's my favorite kind of thing. Well, what? Yeah. It's well, when I'm right. It's true. And I do, I have some questions because I feel like, number one, I'd had 40 drinks. So, but I feel like you remember it better than me. So we should tell this story. No, we but already told this story. You should just give a, a quick yeah, summary of a story to which this. I have to make amends <laughs> uh, for a couple things. I have to do a couple of make goods as they yep. were yep. Um, to uh, in the podcast where I, uh, I was wrong. Oh. <gasps> I was wrong. Do you see how easy it is to just say those words? Yeah. You. I'm. Sounds I'm, good. I. Uh, I was wrong about a couple things, and one of them I don't really care about, but I do care. <laughs> <laughs> I do care about the one because 
I did go back and watch the video. Okay, so here's what happened. We mentioned in a podcast a couple weeks ago. The the ride or die gal pals. Yeah, episode. Kristen had said I won the plank challenge mm. that we got into with some dudes in a Minneapolis bar. Milwaukee bar. That doesn't matter. <laughs> we probably did it in Minneapolis too. They were just a lot nicer about it. They were just like, we're going to, and they would definitely win in Minneapolis. Uh, so I don't know why, and it bothers me I do, me why. but go ahead. I don't remember that Kristen won and she did win. I did win. She won by a lot. I did. But you have to understand, this is why your memory does not serve the story. Because your friend Melissa, who is a fitness expert, did not win. And that only makes sense that she would win. She beat that guy. She beat the guy and then she was like, I don't. But then she thought she was done. Done. Yeah. And she pops up. Let me explain something. And then I'm like, why? What? Kristen's back there another 15 minutes. What were you? Like, first of all, I was in that really awesome window where you've had just enough drinks to be so confident (laughs) that literally you could do anything like there is like six minutes and I think that's where I started the plank and then I just kept going and then I just kept going and I kept going here's the difference I woke up the next day so sore like I had like broken bricks over my stomach it made no sense that someone like me would win it I just have that personality where I will I'm a dog with a bone and I'll just go until you well you are strong and you're also stubborn I am stubborn (laughs) so you're gonna those two things combined make somebody make for a good stuff make for a good bar fight so I know that I this is what I think happened in my head and I am I apologize because I okay Jenny I was exceptionally jumping around and proud yes and I I feel bad if I had Melissa on my shoulders at any point I don't No, you yelled at me you said, I think what you said was, don't you fucking quit. <laughs> oh, I remember doing that, too. I remember doing that because this is what I this is what I do remember about it. We had we kind of been drinking all day. It was like oh, yeah, yeah. St. Patty's yep. Day. Um, but I remember the guy I was in it, but I just was in it because I sort of started the issue. Yeah. And there was no way I could not not do it. But I know that I can't plank for very long. Jen got into a plank position and then swiftly got out of the plank position but the game had started and she felt more like in a coach spirit yeah and in a participation spirit there was nothing for me to prove i don't know why i thought there was everything for me to prove i felt like i was in cast of top well i do know why and i think this is what was in my head i the guy told me that i was doing it wrong (gasps) so i just gave up i was like well fuck whatever i know i'm not gonna win this but then who was talking to you at the end of it? Was it that guy? The mean guy. And what was he saying to you? Like to quit. Do you see? That's the thing. Like I will. Uh, he was like, "Yeah, your arms are getting tired. Yeah, you got oh, like you know mentally. Yeah, like shit talking me." So that's when I like. I'm telling you, if it was a if it was a contest to see how many chicken wings you could eat, I would win that too. Like if it's a contest and someone is daring me and I'm not supposed to win it, that's when I'll win it, and then I'll never do it again. I have. Does it look like I do a lot of planks since? I certainly am not making that a habit. Melissa gets on her Peloton and does like weightlifting every single day because she is a fitness person. I'm just a stubborn person. I can't. Sit with this well, thing. I I. I so I was wrong about that. She but the greatest part is that means she owes me one. <laughs> I do. I do. And I 
I, I, I feel bad that I didn't remember it. Hey, the bigger the bigger part of this story is that you're saying you're sorry. And there are a lot of people that go their whole lives without saying they're sorry. Have you met my mother? I can't believe it's 2021 right now. I never thought that I would say goodbye to 2020, but I'm sure happy that I did. Uh, I, this was the year that I never thought would end, but I'm actually feeling hopeful about this year because I've been talking it through with my therapist on Talkspace and they've been helping me, uh, to be grateful for all that I have in my life. Talkspace lets you send messages unlimited style with your dedicated therapist in the Talkspace platform 24-7. With Talkspace, you set goals with your therapist and they hold you accountable and make sure you're really progressing. Therapy can really help you shift your perspective. Hello, I need that. Yep. Find tools to help cope in a difficult time and really be a guiding light. What I really like about Talkspace is it makes therapy very accessible. Yeah. And it makes it also very private, which it should be, but it's not, I don't know. It just feels like the fact that you don't have to go into an office oh my that God, you can especially just. especially right now, yeah. My Talkspace therapist gave me practical guidance that really changed my life for the better. I'm so glad that I found Talkspace and got the support that I need. And you guys, you can too. As a listener of our podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code MOM to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show. That's MOM and Talkspace.com. Hear me now, the drugstore is not your friend. You keep going back and you're willing to try one more shampoo, one more conditioner, hoping that you get that right one and then you're disappointed again. It's like going to the bar, meet a man, you can't do it. Girl, stop. Get hair care customized for your unique hair type from Function of Beauty. Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering 100% custom solutions just for you. And it's really easy. You just take this little quiz. A little online quiz. Tell them a little bit about your hair goals. You can even choose a color and a fragrance. Next, the Function of Beauty's team will determine the right blend of ingredients for you. Then they deliver your personalized formula right to your door in a cute customized bottle. They even print your name on it along with pumps, stickers, gifts, and even detailed instructions card describing your hair care regimen. And Function of Beauty now offers a new skincare line, which I'm very excited about. It's the same quality and customization you expect, but for your skin, and we cannot wait to try it. So what are you waiting for? Go to functionofbeauty.com slash imom so hard to take your quiz and save 20% off your first hair care order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash imom so hard to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get 20% off your hair care order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash imom so hard. Which I have to say, I'm sorry, to my mother. Why? Well, okay, so a couple episodes ago, you guys, this is one of those episodes you do that you should just call it an asterisk because you're going to have to oh. apologize to everybody. Oh. So here's the how the story went down. Anytime you have to apologize to Terry, I'm pretty sure that I need to too, though, because she would just enjoy it. But <laughs> uh, my mom did, in fact, I called to clarify some points because I did not know what subject we were going to talk about. We talked about bad habits and Jen asked me about sucking my thumb and I actually sucked my two fingers. So I called my mom and I was like, mom, you you remember that appliance you had put in my mouth? And she's like, yes, you were like three. And I go, well, did you? Okay. So how long was that in my mouth? And she goes, not very long. She goes, I kind of felt bad about it, but you were really going to jack up your teeth. (laughs) And I go, well, how long was how long was it in there? She's like four months. <laughs> I go, uh, okay. So this appliance was put in my mouth to like 
as a reminder for me not to suck my fingers, but the there was no um there were no sharp points in there. So yeah. in my head it was that's probably how I remember it in my deep subconscious. Yeah. There was like fish hooks in there, but they were not. They're just a reminder. And it broke my habit like that. So yeah. on some level, my mom's going to get a one-two punch because she's going to be happy that I'm saying I'm sorry and that she's right. It's like her glory day. Well, I think I should say sorry then to her because I said, <laughs> what, were they, what were they? Fish hooks. And I also looked them up and I was like, I looked them up online and I was like, good God, Terry. Yeah. I mean, Hey, I they're gotta, not they're not sharp, though. They are like little they're just a, it's a reminder bar. And what that means is the little piece of metal inside there that just and it's when held, your fingers. Yeah, it just reminds you. Oh, I'm not I shouldn't do this. I probably start smoking or something right after that. Who it's knows? A, it's a bar that goes between the your teeth. It's behind it's my like top a, teeth. Yeah, it was like a retainer kind of deal. Yeah. Who knows? I literally pictured it was like a piercing or like a giant like weird medieval like a medical mouth implant. brace that's literally what that i wrapped picture. around my head but as i might may or may not have mentioned in that i am such a pansy when it comes to everything that i wouldn't buy that like apple spray stuff for my <laughs> for my daughter to, oh. we switched dentists because she suggested we get this like bitter apple stuff for her finger so obviously i'm gonna cringe on that terry comes from a different school of thought terry's like put it in there but, uh, you know, while you're at it, can you? <laughs> yeah, I, Terry's definitely that, like, no pain, no gain. Like, I grew up on a farm. And yeah, sorry. I gain because I don't like pain. I'm like, I feel sad. I'm going to eat something. You I should like hear my mom <laughs> brag about how she can. This is gross. Oh. My mom's favorite thing to tell you is when she was growing up on a farm, she had to go out and get a fresh chicken. She has 13 brothers and sisters. There's 13 of them total. And my mom used to raise chickens. And my mom used to have to wring their necks. So when Terry gets yeah. a kettle tonic in her and she starts bragging, her brag point goes to how she used to wring the necks of chickens. And like that there's something. And God love her because if we were in the, you know, woods and we needed somebody to kill a bird, Terry would know how to do it and we would all eat and we'd all be better for it. But there is a level to which she enjoys it that I'm like, what in the hell? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But one thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. 
The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money. But it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash mompod. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy and a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, Go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash hard. Well, I, my Aunt Alma Jean, who was- Jesus, please tell me she lives in Manhattan because that name, that oh just tells God. you all the right things. She Alma- lived outside of Manhattan, Kansas. She lived in, <laughs> in Herman, Kansas. Oh. And she was probably the nicest human that there's ever been. And like, she was so sweet. She was like painfully sweet. And she, I remember her telling me when I was like seven or eight, she's like, you don't know how to kill a chicken? And I was like, what? Why would I? No, I live on an Air Force base, for God's sake. <laughs> why would I know how to? She's like, we just grab them by the hand. Yeah. Just bring them around. Bring them around. And she made it sound like it was no pain for the chicken whatsoever. And you could still do it with a nice lipstick and maybe a flip in your hair. You You just just go kill the dang chicken. I like women like that. I got to be honest. I think that like when a woman can like wear a high heel and a and a poofy skirt and go out and kill something to eat. I think you got all the right things going. Now, if you're vegetarian and that hurts your feelings, I'm sorry, but I'm not. And I'm I certainly know where chicken comes from. So I know my kids are just now doing that math, too, where they're like. Oh, uh, what I love, you know, this book about chickens. Now, where does the chicken we eat come from? <laughs> like, mm. I know there's some tough connections, but I, I made Do you peace know how with much that. Plant based costs. Yeah. 
or how hard it is to cook or that it generally doesn't taste good. This is why I'm 20 pounds overweight, you guys. It's all the self-control that we have. I'm really, I should apologize to that. I'm just going to apologize. I'm going to offend everyone at one point. That's who I, that's why I'm on planet earth. I always do it wrong. I say I'm sorry all the time. Here, I don't, I I don't want to mislead anyone into thinking that I'm not going to offend anybody because I am. And in some ways I'll probably revel in that. Yeah. But if I give misinformation, I don't like that. I don't like it when other people give misinformation. So I don't want to do that, which brings me to my next apology. Oh, boy. I may or may not have accused my neighbor of murder. Now, if you didn't listen to this episode and you didn't hear what the clues were that led her to this hypothesis, you too would believe this neighbor committed murder. Go back and listen because the the clues are a little bit shady, scary. And I, I I was sure that I was embroiled in a murder for hire plot. I don't know. I'm with you on this one. Because he, if you listened before, you know, he left something suspicious on my front porch. Not a, not a poop. That sounds like <laughs> <laughs> she had on her doorstep. That's not what he did because that would have just been funny. Yeah, it was. No, it was not a poop. It was a murder bag. It was a murder bag. He left a murder bag on my front porch. And uh, I immediately jumped to the worst, the worst you can think, the worst conclusion, which is that this guy who brings cookies over on the holidays murdered somebody and wanted to frame you for it. I think you're right. Doesn't make you a bad person. I'm saying just it's Los Angeles. And based on that math, it really felt like he had probably killed somebody. I am in full agreement with this. Uh, he didn't. Uh, Kristen was over. Uh, he didn't. In <laughs> fact, I had had some champagne and I was cooling off in a chair in her patio. And, and I heard a voice from the heavens. But it wasn't from the heavens. It was from her weird shrubbery above her Behind house. shrubs, which is where we have most of our conversations. It's so which weird. Is why it's weird it's a lot so of weird. times. And he's so like he wants to stay there. And try- normally that's something when you talk through a shrub, normally you're like, hey, hey, neighbor. You know, I'm whatever. It's so fast. You don't have. It's not like Wilson from Home Improvement. No. And to be fair, like we are just building visual blockade, visual blockade over visual blockade to his yard, and he is building a shed to look. We have a I loud. Think he's building a ladder. That's he's my- like. You guys keep building higher and Dale keeps building staircases up so he can have this. We- so it was weird. It was like Romeo well, calling down to Juliet. And my I was like, husband planted this seed in my head because my closet is in the attic and my husband will act like Dale sometimes. It's going to be like, hey, are you the lady in the attic? <laughs> like, it's, it's, cre- it's everybody else's fault but ours. So it's, Yeah, I accept no responsibility for it except all the responsibility, especially. Yeah, we feel bad now. but Because he didn't kill anybody. What? Kristen said in the podcast, like, hey, maybe he thought thought it was somebody you knew. Maybe he was trying to do the right thing and thought that you. So he did call down from his new staircase that he built so he could see Jen's butt when she changes her clothes and said, "Um, hey, uh, I dropped this thing off at your house. And I stopped frozen like, here it comes. Listen to everything. I'm writing down numbers. She literally took out this flip pad and a like a golf pencil from behind yep. her ear and put on black shades and started. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it was awesome. I started having like those eyewitness fantasies I was talking about. Yeah. So he starts saying, hey, I left this strange bag on your porch because I'm, I thought maybe you knew her. 
And I was like, that's a real way to play this out, Dale. It's a way, like, oh. Ingratiate us. So I'm not 100% convinced, but okay, I was he seemed line real and, nice. He I seemed was real nice. And sinker and I was, I see, I get easily charmed by Dale. The, the voice from the shrubs. He's very charming. He seemed very nice. And there was a part of me that was like, let go of this. Let go. And I was like, I can't. It's too exciting. But if I... I hate to say that Dale doth protest too much, but I do feel like he said several times, yeah, I just left it there. I didn't know if, uh, I didn't know whose it was. I didn't know, didn't know why. Thought he maybe feels guilty was. about something. And I just think that he was being, uh, oh, stra it's strange that he would leave it with you. It's strange that he just wouldn't take, he knows what the he right thing is. You know what you could do? You can always so. take it to the police station. Everybody knows that. If you're freaking 100, you know that. You find something on the ground doesn't belong, you take it to the police station. I don't think so, they're going to do the right thing with it, but I'm just saying. I think what I'm saying is I'm going to owe Dale another apology. Well, you already owe me one, which is <laughs> she still owes a streak session past Dale's past house. Past Dale's house. So I think Dale would take that as an apology. So if you just streak, then you're saying you're sorry to me and you're saying you're sorry to him. His 70-year-old wife is about 10 times hotter than me. Like she does yoga and stuff like That's that. It's not going to so. get you out of this. I think it's really awesome and brave that you know how to apologize because I think that is something that everybody struggles with. It never feels good to be wrong. I don't know anybody that's like, God, I just being wrong really makes me feel good about myself. Yeah. And you it's hard to apologize. It's really hard to teach your kids to apologize and mean it. Yeah. I don't know what my kids are always like last worders. Like, I oh God, I I know because I feel the need. And I think everybody does to say like, well, here's why I didn't do that with malice. But it that yeah. negates the um, the strength of the apology. So with my husband, I have learned because he thinks I'm a bad apologizer. Oh, it's our we sport. Have arguments over. Oh yes, <laughs> apologizes more. And you know what I hate is the fake apology. I think we can all be on board with when someone goes, I'm sorry you feel that way. Why don't you just flip me off and like we roll up our sleeves and get into a fist fight? That is not an apology. Yeah, what that don't tell me you're sorry that I feel some way. I'm pissed that you did something that made me mad. Exactly. That's what that's what that translates to basically is I'm sorry that you didn't have a more positive reaction to the bullshit I just spewed at you. Yeah, or that you didn't just un you like crumble in that moment and go, oh my gosh, you're right, you're oh, right. Yeah. God, that's what like. And then I love when this is especially with my husband. He'll rewrite the way I should have said it when he like the way I should have apologized. Then he'll play me, and I'm like, I do not appreciate you playing me a with such a strong lisp. Wait, and do will you do go, one like do an example? Okay, so like, this is my husband imitating me that doing the proper apology he'll be like you know what you never take responsibility for the things you do you come in and you're like eh, I, have, I have a reason for this i have a reason <laughs> like, and he'll do the lisp what and i'm like is he trying to start a fight with he you is, he's double fighting he's irish he's, he's like <laughs> it's, it's like it's or a it's a rainbow of arguments. It's for sport. And then I'll be like, is that is that me? Is that who you're playing right now? Is that's me? Because that does not sound like me at all, even a little bit. Okay, it does a little bit, but that's not me. Yeah. And then he'll go, what you should have said is, 
Hey, Colin, I'm really sorry that I w- I've been snappy today. I'm under a lot of pressure, and I really recognize that you're doing so much around the house. Oh, come on. Has I'm he, mad talking about it. Has he ever said anything like that to you as an apology? Never. Yeah. I do He's think- justified. He, he'll justify his reactions. But here's what I think about apologies is that they're hard to do. They're hard to feel, and it's hard to mean it. But it's really important you do it. It makes you a good person. And my parents... When I was eight, I had a really good friend. Wait, should I? <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh oh. Dewey and Terry did some good parenting, and this was Dewey. This was my dad. So uh, I had a friend, and he was one of my best friends, and we were playing with frogs, and he threw one at my head. His name was Jason, and he was my best friend. Later went on to uh, run a race with. Lynn for his love in third grade but this oh, is that first grade. one okay this is first grade I'm seven or eight at the time he throws a frog at my face it splats the side of my face it's gross I'm mad and so then I tell him that my parents called his parents scumbags that's what I say my parents think your parents are scumbags they're best friends by the way they're super super you, tight had they called them scumbags never not ever they oh. adore- no I was being a jerk you're trying I to hurt his feelings yeah I wanted to hurt yeah. his feelings so I think nothing of it. We go our separate ways. He, go, I'm a little small town. I go home. He goes home. I, my dad screams up the stairs at me. Kristen, Margaret, Hensley, get down. I'm like, oh, three names. I'm in trouble. I come down. He's like, did you tell Jason's parents that they think that we're, we called them scumbags? And I was like, well, I mean, he threw a frog at my face. And so my dad made me go. To Jason's house with his mother, who's lovely, and the two other sibling boys, and they were. It looked like they were in a family photo. Like I was standing as the where the photographer is, and my dad goes, <laughs> "Go say what you're gonna say." And so I had to walk in, and I start super bawling, like dry heaving, like yeah. so, so yeah. Sit. And Kendra, the mom, was so kind. She was like, "We love you. We know you didn't mean it. Good job." I think it was as uncomfortable for her, but my dad yeah. was like, "This is important." So then my dad doubles down and makes me go to the bank to where uh, uh, Jason's dad worked and apologize to him and say, and I had to go into this bank. And I remember there was like a fancy waterfall, by the way, not fancy, probably like two foot tall. But I walked in and I start bawling in the middle of this bank, like dry heaving. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. My dad called you. It's come back. He didn't. I did. I'm so sorry. And then my dad goes, you did the right thing. Now let's go get breakfast and we're done with it. And we went and got breakfast. And I remember it it was so hard. But if I can remember it this well now, and I'm only 30. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Then I can remember it. It was left a mark on me because I knew I had done the wrong. I had done the wrong thing. I had to do an apology. This is the youngest one that I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Our parents are from the same like military. You don't mess like there's just. Yeah. You're going to do that. Oh, but I do. mm, It's my brother's story kind of. But uh, my. Um. I used to love to go to Kmart when I was a kid. Which kid didn't? Well, we didn't have kids one, so that, brag on. Kids with money? I don't know. <laughs> we just went to Gas and Shop, Jen. It was a very different experience. Well, I would love to go to tar- or go to Kmart. And like it honestly felt like going. it was like the most exceptional store in the world. Yeah. And I had this little light blue coat. It was like Tiffany blue with bunnies for the pockets. And it was like a winter coat with like the crisscross woven. Oh, cute. I loved it so much. And 
I don't remember anything before this. I don't remember what happened after this, but I remember standing in line and being eye level to those like rainbow colored certs. <gasps> and I was like, Did you see them? <gasps> I asked my mom for them first and she said, no. That's so not the answer you're looking for. What's a four year old to do that you has her eye on him. a prize? Right. Because you're not going to jail. That's what all four year olds should be doing is stealing as much as you can then. Because you can't do it now. You're not going to go to the you pen. Want. Like, no, they're just going to be like, too. oh, God. That's adorable. Can you believe that racketeering? We got so that much that little girl from in the... Disney when our kids were four. I was like, <laughs> I'm not taking that back. I paid full boat for this. T- no way. You know, that's figured under the ticket yeah. price anyway. You would pay for it. But I, when my mom went to like load the stuff onto the counter, I took the certs and I, I <laughs> stuck certs. them. I know. They're breath mints, you guys. <laughs> Certs are so, so a terrible word for me to say. So I stuck them in the top of my coat, my little bunny oh, coat. No. And where I'm like, I remember being hot and like probably shaking and like flushed. And we're about to like go out. And my mom notices, oh, your coat's buttoned wrong. But don't you think she knew? Anyways, she you goes. You think at, she knew like in, in what I don't way? No, looking like, back. Do you think, why wouldn't she say, was she trying to prove a point or was she like, it's certs. We buy sh- shit here all the time. I think she was probably like, uh, you never button your coat. It's all buttoned wrong. Oh, yeah. You've she's never like, taken a no that nicely before. Yeah. Something that, that maybe. Thing where like, she's just going to guilt you. Oh, yeah. look how well you button your coat. You're such a good girl. Oh, God. So Glad she, you make good decisions. She unbuttons it right in front of the lady. Oh, no. And these certs fall out of the bottom <laughs> of my bunny coat, you guys. It's like a Vegas coin machine well it was the whole roll and it was like the sound heard around the world at like time stopped and i just instantly started bawling and she made me get it together go up to the woman like walk behind the counter at kmart and apologize to the woman like she was mrs kmart or something like that i'm sorry i stole from your store i had personally (laughs) wronged her but i remember like it's it's stood out my head for yeah. my entire life like i stole that and then one my girlfriends and i when we were 11 stole <laughs> lip car stole lipstick <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah well and right. and i i felt so terrible it's the only lipstick i've ever used down to the bottom of it i can guarantee you that i never was a shoplifter i was i because let's be honest I'm going to be the first person to get, not only am I going to get busted for shoplifting, it'll be the yeah. time that like there's like a robbery and I'm going to go down for that. I'm going to confess to it because I have a weird guilty conscience. Like I'll be like, I think I did it. I'm pretty sure I robbed this entire Walmart. I'm pretty sure. And so I got, I just was such a scaredy cat. I still feel really guilty at this. Like, well, just, you know how like you feel guilty about stuff and it like randomly pops yeah, into your it's head. It's called like- the guilt tremors, but it's usually involving a dude. Oh, oh yeah. Those yeah. are different. Oh God, yeah. Those are the guilt. Those are the guilt well, certs. I'd rather not talk about. <laughs> I'll tell those stories on a podcast when I'm getting paid a zillion trillion yeah. dollars. I'll name names. I'll <laughs> I'll make sketches. I'll show everything, but I need lots of not dough now. Yeah, but I do feel bad about this one time that I. Oh, I forgot I used to skip school a lot, actually. I you forgot did? that. Yes. Wait, where would you go? Wait, you would skip school? Well, I remember one. Yeah, I remember one time I skipped school and I went to my friend Mike Mike's house. And Mike Mike does not sound like a guy you should be hanging out with. No. Mike Mike? Yeah. Oh, come on now. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ow. Does he not go to school either? He did go to school. I honestly... How would you get away with it? Where would... How would they not call your house? Well, sometimes they did. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes you would like fake a note. <gasps> You'd fake a note from your mom? Wait, how would you take it into the school? Well, listen. She she would, would never write our notes anyway. She would like say write a note yeah, and then she'd and sign, sign it or it. something. Yeah, but I like... could do a really good Barbara Smedley. Really good. Looks like it was better than my own signature. God bless So America. well studied. I'm listening. I'm taking notes. But I, I would just an hour here, hour there. And usually it was, I still got good grades and everything. Because the funny Oh, you didn't was, skip the entire day. You would just like bust out for like a day. I did one time. Oh my God. I did one time too and I got caught one time in my entire life. I did life. too. My grandma dragged me back into school with hot rollers in her hair, you guys. <laughs> she had like the old school set in her hair with like the scarf did like wrapped. Around did it. she know you were home or were you in your room like well, on your party I was, line yeah i was just at home and it was my brother had gotten his wisdom teeth out so he got to stay home and i was like fuck i need a break <laughs> algebra <laughs> two sucks i've been through years of this divorce it's dragged on yeah, for too long i, I would a like day. a break i'm taking yeah. a day for me and it's then, called self-care and then i'm 14 go to taco bell and get in trouble see because you lived in a big town like there no like when when I skipped school one time, and the only reason I did it is I told my friend Lynn. <laughs> There's no way in a town that's small. Well, I did it wrong. I said, you know what, Lynn? We've never done anything wrong, and we need to do something wrong. We need to skip God. school. How about we go have lunch together? She's like, that seems like a really good idea. There's really only two options, Pizza Hut or Subway. The subway was three blocks from the school, and that's where all the teachers go for lunch. Yeah. So we walked in, and it was the entire school was having lunch. And then when we got back to school, they were like, why are they here? Literally none of them even reported us because they were like, they must be doing some volunteer work or something. So then we <laughs> got back to the school, and we were sneaking in, and everybody saw us. So then we got called in the principal's office, and he was like, why are you guys doing this? And we were like, just wanted to say we did it. He's like, well, now you have to, like polish the podium before graduation we were like okay <laughs> it seems neat oh my god i felt like i was such a like a rebel we are um our the guy that supervised detention i remember mr pascal asked me one day he was like have you been sick because you haven't been in here because <laughs> so if you like skipped an hour you'd get an hour of detention it wasn't until you got like a whole bunch that then you would start to get like iss and i knew my limits that's in school suspension Jen. so i yeah Oh, my God. Wait. I got very good grades. I know you did because you're one of those, like my husband, who's like, I don't need to be there. I can just, they, yeah, like, I'll do well in the test. The dean would call me in and he'd be like, uh, you get great uh, academics. I don't know what you're doing. I, can't, I got I nothing. Like, clearly, it's my parents' fault. Yeah, it's clearly their fault. They need to apologize to you. <laughs> there there needs to be some, some I amendment. I feel so bad for my grandma having to come get me. 
bring me back to school. I feel like she never looked at me the same. What are you talking about? She loved it. She thought it was moxie and everybody does too. You got to have a little bit of that. It's yeah. like safe. It's like a safe risk. It's a fun thing. And it's a good story to tell. Like Your parents don't tell you all the shit, which I think is smart. My husband says this. He's like, we will lie to our kids until they're like 18, 19, 20 about what we did because they think they can do it. Yeah. If, if they know that you did it. Yeah. That's how you parent. You lie. Exactly. That's and then what, you put yourself on a pedestal as though you never did anything wrong. Then I, and when I got older, I realized that like everybody in my family was really a good partier. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad's side was. Yeah. Oh my I, God. Yeah. There's some good part. Hey, listen, my mom was like, what's, what's that expression you always say? My mom and dad would have these conversations much later when I was older. And my mom would be, be like, remember when we went to that kegger out in the field and then we had to work the next day and both of us yeah. felt like we were going to barf and they would they say like you you got to pay to play or you got to like that's my daddy say yeah. you gotta pay to play so they'd go with like red bloodshot eyes smelling like margaritas and they'd go into work my mom's a teacher she's gonna murder me this is all i'm gonna do is say i'm sorry for my, <laughs> my mother for the rest of time she'd be like be nice to me on that podcast i'm not caught up i'm like Burr. yeah well i'm Can gonna apologize in advance and sorry dad but if I'm remembering this wrong, I apologize. But I do recall asking my dad when I was like 16 or 17 if he had ever done a drug. And he goes, all of them. <laughs> and I don't know. He had a very dry sense of humor. But I also, I'm pretty sure he, uh, I'm pretty sure he probably would have. But I think whenever I think about of apologies, I think about my mother. Well, that's my mom. She, <laughs> she, she did nothing. It's a hard mom to have because she never smoked a cigarette. She never yeah, did she, a drug. I bet she's had. She started life early with ten drinks her entire life. Yeah. Like she's doesn't drink. She yeah. doesn't like. She's like, you know what? I'd rather cross stitch. I'd rather uh, do macrame beating and like that's and a, she's great at it. That's a hard one to to have. So it was. It's a little bit nice to have my dad. That's like, hey. You got to experience life. Yeah. You got to my my dad like when I you was gotta try some LSD and listen to the who. Yeah. He I asked him if I could borrow his uh, Dark Side of the Moon album one time. He goes, "Want you use CD?" And I go, "I need the album." He goes, "You just want to see if you can get high and it matches Wizard of Oz." And I'm like, "Why do you know that, dad? Wait, like, what's what? that?" Oh, if you listen to the album, supposedly it's like a soundtrack like to the um Wizard of Oz. I never did it cuz he wouldn't send me his album. Yeah, because he, he knows how much that thing is worth. The and he's one like, that you're going to be hammered worth. at a party. Absolutely. Yeah. I st he's right, too, because I still have my uncle Bob's Houses of the Holy album. He's still pissed about it. I know. <laughs> I'm going to send him one for Christmas. <laughs> Man, I feel like a shit bag. I'm sorry, Uncle Bob. <laughs> I never gave I'm you I'm sorry, back. Mom, for saying all the things I've said. I'm real sorry, but it's just that it's easy. It's I'm like sorry. Easy. I'm you like, never had a... <laughs> 10 drinks in one night mom because you'd have some fun stories i'm sure i'm sorry mom that it's hard for you to apologize even though you've been in the wrong many times i'm really sorry that <laughs> those words don't roll off your tongue very easily but they do mine i'm real sorry they don't roll off and here's the thing i realized with my husband i was going to tell you before if i don't say sorry in the moment i will figure out why i don't need to Oh, that's human nature. Oh, okay. That's called being an attorney. Okay. My <laughs> husband, I know what he does that too. He doesn't want to say he's sorry. And so he lets it marinate and he'll come back. On, he'll come back at a different angle. He'll go. Okay. So I just want to say that I was like that because, 
and you did this, so this. And I'm like, don't lawyer me. You're not a lawyer. Your dad was a lawyer, but I get what you're doing. You're like trying to go back, build a different story, come back and convince me I was wrong. And by the way, I, it's not hard to convince me. I know I'm not as smart. So I feel like I like I want that apology. Yeah. I, and then he says the walk it back thing. I walk it back. I'm like, that's not the words that's to say I'm really sorry. That is the those that's an apology. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Not I want to walk it back. I'm, you know, I guess I could have said that in a different way. Nope. I'm looking for I am sorry. Yeah. My husband, like when we have a big argument that's about something, I think most of ours are about like both of us are crabby or, or like tired or something like that. And then it's but if if like he does something bad or I do, then we do say I, I'm sorry. I really didn't intend for that to hurt your feelings i that's, well you guys are good people like we I, grudge hold <laughs> my husband oh, and i got in so many fights over the houston astros cheating oh oh man those were some ugly fights i've never seen it he gets so like cavalier about it i'm like they cheated and he's like everybody does it and i'm like that's the lesson we're going to teach our kids yeah we would we get over like we'll get into fights over literally just about anything but here's the weird thing we also agree on about everything so nobody should be around us at a party <laughs> why because i think we like we fight and we get along and we fight and we get along and we fight and we get along oh yeah well when we fight i was gonna say we make it easy we have this like language that we use that makes it easy to apologize where um because we call each other stupid all the time on, i know and funny. i don't like I know. It. it it makes everybody else uncomfortable but we know that we i'm smarter you have than a him. stronger constitution than me well, whenever one of us is like, we've just had a stupid argument, like one of us comes up and goes, sorry, you're so stupid. Oh, that's sorry, cute. Sorry, you're such an asshole. I still love you. No, that's sorry, nice. Sorry, such a, a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it sort of makes it easier because then you feel like you get a little last little, thing in there. Little like A little one-two punch. A little one-two punch, but then it's like goes away kind of. That's that brings us to I think uh, that brings us to our next thing because now we're gonna I'm gonna let's let's hot flash yeah hot flash hot flash, hot flash baby come on hot flash okay <laughs> if you are a married person you probably have code words for various activities to which you don't want your kids to know. This sounds like an ad read. It's not. It's not. A, it's not. <laughs> it's this is not opposite. a how-to. This is not a how-to. In fact, this is a how, how not, not to. How not to. Um, my husband and I, when Finn was a wee babe, and uh, we were bored because we couldn't go anywhere because babysitters are expensive, we played a really weird game of Trivial Pursuit. And my husband is so good at trivia that it makes me so mad. Yeah. The only one I get right is the movie section. You know how there's like the pieces of the pie? Yeah, she's really good That's at that. That's it. That's all I got. So we're playing Trivial Pursuit. And there was a question on my card. And the question on my card was like, was who is the first man to break the sound barrier? Yeah, which I know every man out there knows the I answer to this. Thought and there was no way that anybody would know the answer to this. Women don't know the answer to this, and they don't like the band Sticks. Correct, absolutely correct. 
so accurate. So my husband, I'm looking at this answer. I'm like, I feel confident he's not going to get this right. This is, this is a very fancy name in person. And so I go, you're not going to get this right. And he goes, he said, do, do you want a better blowjob? <laughs> Bet a blowjob is what? <laughs> Let me tell you, that's not something I like to dish out. Okay. I can I know tell by the way you just giggled and turned I, red I, saying I, it. I, this is not like, I call it every other word, but I felt like for the sake of the story, I needed to just say it, which I haven't said because I have kids for so long. I feel so adult. I said, <laughs> my husband said, do you want a better blowjob? I was like, yeah, I do. And he like jumped out of his seat because I was so confident he would not know the answer to this question. So I like, I dig in and I'm like, Who's the first man to ever break the sound barrier on land? And before I could answer the question, he's like, Chuck Yeager. This is a terrible story. He just died. He died at 97. He was a wonderful officer in the military. he's our hot flash. He is our hot flash. He's our hot flash because thanks to Chuck Yeager. <laughs> that is what the that's Sweeney's the, term. That's what our term term is for. The birthday bonus. The birthday bonus or the bujab. Or the beige. The beige. Yeah. The beige. And, and he's a wonderfully handsome man, Chuck Yeager. Oh, it just I became were... <laughs> very different. I thought you were going to say Colin. I was like, wow. No, Colin's handsome, but this guy's a military officer. And like, well, the funny thing was, uh, I know this. <laughs> and I saw the, you know, obit, the nice story that was in the, the paper. And yes. I, I sent it to Kristen and I was like, is it coincidence that the death of Chuck Yeager lines up with your TMJ diagnosis so that both figuratively and in real life, you are... I'm off that. It's gone. And you know what? I thank Chuck Yeager. I bid him adieu. He did me a real solid because <laughs> now I don't have to do that anymore. I feel just out of simple respect to him. I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to. I don't want to have to just disparage name. the man's name. I don't want to. Uh, you know what? It's just I'm like, go get a fancy massage somewhere. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm not doing. I, I do. I do have to say that it's uh, really funny, and maybe this should be an apology also. That like a year or two ago, probably like two years ago, um, Kristen and I were on Jenny McCarthy's podcast. Oh my god! And that woman oh speaks boy. so freely about sex, and perform so freely evidently during sex that Chris and I just sat there really unable to respond just kind of mouth agape like I I just think she's like the Mary Lou Retton of sex she's she's very a, impressive she was very impressive she's very open her and her husband are like really like all over each other and she gave us all the details and I actually thought it was awesome I just was shocked because I was like wait you don't do it mad and she just there were she was like don't you hate it when this happens and i'm like literally never i don't even literally, know what that is i'm sure my husband would love it when but it's yeah. never happened She's like so we had I sex don't... in the elevator i was like i'm not doing that i'm not doing that i'm carrying all the groceries i'm not doing that i'm not doing that either I'm because not... i think they're unclean i got a bad attitude i think i know we're doing our best. Everybody's doing our best. All right. Sorry, husband. Sorry. <laughs> I should apologize to my husband, but I want an yeah, apology. If you get a first. chance with Jenny McCarthy, I say go for I it. I say go for it, too. Yeah. She's wonderful on The Masked Singer. 
She's a oh, yeah. breath of fresh We're air. We're obsessed with that show. We love it. Why? What a strange thing. Are you thing. guys watching that? You know what's weird about it is the first season I didn't like it. Yeah. And this season. But they changed it. They changed oh, how they? they do it. Yeah. Like, and I think it does something. Like, the, the now they have the group. So you get an unmasking like every time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something about um, the joy that the judges have with each other. Yeah. It is the women that seemingly they are always like sort of metaphorically high fiving each other like they're really engaged. Yeah. It's silly. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. It's weird. We we le- that's like one of our family shows. We watch it all the time and everybody loves Isn't it. Isn't it same. fun that we went from Chuck Yeager to Mass Singer with totally different tones? <laughs> well, that's what I'm like. Jenny McCarthy has to go from. She goes from really a good time and to a very different good time so god bless her she's our hot flash too i guess i guess so jenny mccarthy yeah she's a good time she gets she gives me hope that i can be a sexual spirited person again it's <laughs> all our kids are older and then we'll give it <laughs> yeah. out yeah i don't want to have that conversation I'm like doing the, i'm doing the, some of that stuff sounds like it would be loud and i just i i'm doing my best to keep everybody in their own i bed. bought a peloton i can't even get on that i'm <laughs> And that thing shows me hot guys. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I got, I'm not doing great, you guys. I, I think we better reach into our mom box. We should reach into our mom box and wake that fucker up. Yeah. Okay. Well, Let's reach into our gonna, mom box. We're going to read a message from one of our moms. Okay. By our moms. Not our moms. Not our actual this literal our, mothers. These are the moms. I'm I did find a good one I'm going to okay wait I you guys I gotta just go get readers right I just gotta go I gotta get a new print I can't even because I either do one eye or I'm like this so it's a good time oh fun so this is in response to my hair fire (laughs) here's what I didn't know so many people's hair have caught on fire that's a thing but like severely like I triggered people. I feel terrible about oh, that. Oh, they did? Well, oh, I mean, I just no. think that like, you you know why? You know why? Because hair has a terrible smell when it burns. And so you're getting the, re- you're recalling the trauma of losing your hair and also the smell. And together, it's a lot. I forgot so, that I did take a screenshot of a comment. If we get the same one, I'm going to freak out. This is one. This one's from Heidi. Do we have the same one? Uh, I don't. And I always pick people with really awesome hard names. Okay. This is from Heidi Vertelka Vanderpool. I'm so sorry, Kristen. At least you can laugh at yourself. When I was a teenager, I caught my hair on fire during our candlelight Christmas Eve service, and I was mortified. I then had to sit in the middle of the back seat between my sister and one older woman from the church, and the car stunk so bad of burning hair when we were driving. <laughs> I was so embarrassed that I didn't tell my middle sister who wasn't there. She found out the next year on Christmas Eve when the organist was retelling the story. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, organist, you know what? Don't go throwing around shit you don't know about. Yeah. Get my back, girl. I I forgot. I, I saved two comments from the same thread because one of them is sort of my get out of jail because I, I really... I've told her multiple times, like, I think I'm desensitized because of America's Funniest Videos. Oh, God. And, look, Connie Shu said, please submit to ASB. <laughs> I could use the cash. <laughs> and then I, I took a screenshot of this one because I loved it so much. Oh, this is uh, Heather 
Derocher Santos that said oh, this. All these names, man. When I watched the video, it brought back memories of a poor girl in my middle school. Let's just say it was the 80s, and there was big hair, Aquanet, and a Bunsen oh. burner in science oh. class involved. It didn't end up quite as good as you, Pearl Girl. Poor girl had to be rushed under the pull cord lab shower. I didn't even know those got used. They, they, like, <laughs> I always thought for sure it would be broken. Like the, oh, the eyewash station and the, yeah, yeah. And the lab thing. You're like, God, I'm glad it worked. <laughs> At our school, it would have been like, yeah. oh, I'm so glad she's okay. Well, that's. Yeah. Look. We know. We're all, you know. I know. I think Hairfire is actually a great name for an 80s tribute band. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, hair. Th- I read one where a girl's bun started on fire. I read another one where she started on fire at a bar. I when I was a bartender, girls started their hair on fire all Lighting the time. Cigarettes all the time. Lighting cigarettes, yeah. la- like putting their hair, like trying to flip it and be flirty, and it would get into like a hurricane light and start on fire. And I would like pat it out, you know. Yeah. But once again, I'm okay. My hair is shorter. Everybody's it looks okay. Beautiful. It's fine. Although somebody also did post a picture of a really cute haircut that I think you'd like. A, di- a different than I have? Yeah, I'll somebody have was look. like, Kristen, you love this haircut. And I was like, that's pretty cute. All right. It's like a messy little... I, I don't know. know. I don't do... Like, messy... I just have messy hair. I don't have <laughs> cool, messy hair. Yes, you do. Casey has cool, messy hair. Casey, our new fabulous assistant, has... This, these like bangs with like curl. Oh yeah, she's young she looks she's... like a love interest from a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, she's, she's like young and young, and she's got like feisty hair, and it's like messy hair. Yeah, it's mine really just, cute. Mine matches my libido. All right, let's end on your libido. Let's end on it. Let's be done. All right. Good night, everybody. Cheers.